Welcome to Dad Devotionals with Dave Domzowski. This is the place for Christian fathers, husbands, and those who love them to find the inspiration, grace, and guidance to help you live God's will for your life and finish your race strong. We share scripture readings, prayers, and advice to help you in your personal and professional life. Now pop in the earbuds or turn up the volume and let's get to today's episode. Welcome to Dad Devotionals. It's great to have you. I'm Dave Domzowski. I'm really excited to invite today's featured guest, Father Nick Leonis. He's the priest at St. George Greek Orthodox Church in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Father Nick is joining us today to discuss the launch of his upcoming Pajamal Bible Stories YouTube series and how we can better engage with our kids in the faith. Father Nick, I am so excited to have you. Welcome to Dad Devotionals. Thanks so much for having me. This is exciting. Excellent. So as I understand it, you are a newly ordained priest, right? Um, just last year, middle of last year. So tell us about your, yourself and, and your journey to the priesthood. Well, this could take a long time, but I'll keep it short. Um, Next version. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I graduated from Michigan State in 2009 and immediately went off and worked at Orthodox Christian Fellowship when it was in Indiana. And uh and shortly after that, uh, by October of that same year, they ran out of funds for my position. So I got let go and kind of was like, what do I do next? And I said, all right, hey, let me go to seminary. Let me check it out. I don't like it. I'm not staying. I'm just going to go home and do something else. And, uh, and I, I really actually, I connected with a lot of wonderful people there. Um, and that's kind of where I started. Okay, let, let me, let me just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to graduate and see what happens from there. And I uh, got my Master of Divinity and graduated in 2013. And immediately, actually, before I finished there, I started working for the Archdiocese as the Young Adult Ministries Coordinator. Wow. With, uh, I joined on the team the same time as Steve Christoforo, who runs, who's the director of the department now. Sure. So sure. Uh, we graduated together. We joined together. And then, uh, then I had a son. And, I was, and I, we were living out on the East Coast. And I'm from Michigan. And my, all my family's from Michigan. And we were like, all right, we got to go home. So we ended up going home, and I ended up being the pastoral assistant at a uh, at a parish local, the parish I grew up at, St. John in Sterling Heights, Michigan. And then I uh, was there for about three years, and then they ran out of money for my position again. And I was that's out in a the theme. Streets. This is a theme, yeah. So then, um, then I was kind of working on a few other projects. Do I want to stay working for the church? Do I not want to stay working for the church? Um, and then uh, a few years kind of went by and I started working as the youth director at Assumption Greek Orthodox Church in St. Clair Shores, Michigan. And then right as the pandemic hit, um, his eminence, Metropolitan Nicholas, asked me to be his, his assistant because his assistant uh, moved on. And so I, I went and did that. And uh, by uh, so eight years have gone by since I graduated from wow. seminary. And, um, and it was kind of time to kind of, I mean, is this it or not? And in... June, I was ordained to the diaconate of last year, July, the priesthood, and uh, put in the parish uh, at St. George on August 15th, Panagia, um, in 2021. Wow, so quite the whirlwind. Clearly, God had a circuitous path for you. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but uh, hey, one one that led you, led you to this, and hey, led you to Dad Devotionals, which is, you know, we're, so we're glad to have you here. So I'm peaking. <laughs> so give us some quick insight in, into your family life. How many kids do you have and how do you engage them in the life of the church? Yeah, um, so I have two kids. I have my oldest is Scotty, who was born in Boston um, 
with cystic fibrosis, which was a big reason why we moved back. Um, and uh, he is, he'll be eight on Sunday. And then, um, yeah, thank you. And, uh, and he's doing great. So I, I mentioned that cystic fibrosis, because that ends up like really kind of getting into every part of our lives. And it's a huge yeah. part of our faith. Sure. Um, and, uh, and then there's Eleni, who's three years old and is hilarious and everything she does is just funny all the time. So those are my two kids. Um, and then big part of, so while I was working at St. John initially, Scotty was passed around and he was everybody's kid and everything like that. Then I moved on to a different parish, but that parish was an hour away. Oh, wow. And so my wife took at, at this point, both kids and uh, to the parish I'm now currently serving at by herself every Sunday. And I went to a different parish where I worked. God bless so her. Huge, huge, like, like that was her. Yeah. Being just awesome. And that's not ideal no. at all. I, I, I was, I'm, I, I just, but it, we couldn't get the kids an hour away every Sunday and, and, and whatnot. So when I, then I worked for his eminence, um, I hopped around from parish to parish to parish. So again, my kids and my, my wife were at my, this parish that I'm at now. And I was all over the place. Um, so when the opportunity came to become the parish priest at this parish, I was like, we can all be in the same church together. Yes, please. And now Scotty's in the altar. He's, I mean, he's, he's just, he's even while he was going to church and he was in it and he was in it because of my wife and he knew that I was in it, but just not there. Um, he's just so much more excited to go to church. He's just, he wants to be involved. He wants to be active. And I think, I mean, all statistics show, I mean, um, when no parents go to church, the kids don't end up ever growing right. up to go to church hardly at all. If the mother just, just the mother goes to church and takes the kids, the stats go up a little higher. Mm -hmm. If just the dad does, the stats are actually higher. But if both parents are taking their kids to church or going to church together, it's like 75, 80% success yeah. rate, uh, retention rate there. So, so the dad actually has a real important role to play in their kids uh activity in the church i'm really uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because i mean that's one of the messages that i want not only just from this show today with you but in general for this podcast I, you know <clears throat> the involvement that we have as fathers the impact just today i was launching the we, ha we have every monday a man up monday episode and we were i was discussing mlk's his father's impact on his pursuit for justice I mean, so just we have such a we have our children's ear. We are we, we set that example and hopefully we are, you know, emulating our heavenly father and setting the right example and, and being there and being in his presence every Sunday. And that's why I'm so glad that you that you're doing this with this YouTube series. So can you tell us about this pajama Bible stories? I mean, I could just admit, I mean, I saw the <laughs> I saw, I guess, your trailer episode. Right. I saw that. Yeah. I mean, just hilarious. It's awesome. But it's just such a, a unique and a fun way to engage them. And, and that's really what kids need, right? They need something fun that, that connects with, their, with, where, with where they are at their level, right? So, so tell us about the genesis of it. And, uh, you know, at this point, when this podcast goes live, it'll be Wednesday the, the 19th. The next day, you're going live. So let, let's hear about it. Yeah, so I actually, when I was the youth director at Assumption, I, uh, I started this and i um, and so this is kind of a reboot, but okay. when I did it, I, I read from a Bible mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure I could really publish it because of copyright laws. 
So, so I said, well, I know these stories. Why don't I just tell them? And then I was like, well, if I tell them, cause I'd put like picture overlays when I'm talking, well, why don't I actually ask the audience to send in the pictures? And I've gotten so many pictures from around the country already. And I just posted this on my, my personal Facebook page um, initially. Um, but, but it's, it's, I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen a priest in pajama bottoms, but uh, I wear them. I have, I don't, you know, I don't typically sleep with my collar on, but got to keep it on so people know what I am, who I am. And they're my two, they're my two kids in the, in, in there with me. Um, but, uh, but it, it's just a way to engage. I mean, comfortable, I mean, like how comfortable, when, when, when are you most comfortable? When you're in your pajamas. Yeah. Get comfortable. Yeah. Hear this. And, uh, and we're just gonna, we're gonna have some fun. There's, there's, I got some ideas of how to kind of maybe each season add a little bit to it, but uh, it's, it's really just telling a story. And um, I mean, it's, it's given to us in different mediums. I mean, we don't give our children the Orthodox study Bible and say, hey, read this. Uh, but I right. grew up, I mean, a big part of it is now I have to point to, to my mom and my dad, um, but I was, I was probably, you know, three years old and my mom was reading me Bible stories. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that when I'm talking to people, I assume they know certain Bible stories and I realized they just don't right. even simple ones that, you know, that just were never read to them. So as much as this is for children, I encourage parents to watch it with their kids. I know they will. There's, I'm going to pepper in some like questions or, you know, notice this God made the world out of nothing. Like, there's an emphasis there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's going to hopefully impact the parents too. And so that the parents can have this discussion with their kids and, and it's just another edu educational tool because reading scripture is a better way for us to know God. And that's, that's what we want to have as a relationship with, with our creator. Absolutely. Um, one of the first things you said, when you said that you were having folks send in the pic or the kids send in the pictures. Um, I don't know if you, saw it when you were Saturday morning cartoons, Captain Noah. That's all. That was my, <laughs> send um, your pictures to dear old Captain Noah. I don't know. So, someone out there is going to know the reference. Hopefully someone can hit me up. On yeah, sure. Social media, look that up now. Yeah. At, at, it's just the first thing that I thought of, but he would have folks send in the kids send in pictures and he would put them on the broadcast on Saturday morning. So it was one of the first things I thought of, but you know, I, I love the fact that you're engaging the parents with this too. Um, because I, I am, I'm recording this. It's eight eight thirteen in the morning here on the East Coast. My wife is downstairs right now, homeschooling my my two children, Davy who's six and Maggie who's three, and she reads them Bible stories. Is one of the first things that they that they encounter every day homeschooling mm -hmm. Monday through Friday. So I mean, I, and just you know they're there with mom, and you know uh, today's a off day for me, so you know I'll go I'll go join them after after we record this. But it's about you know, having that connection. And, you know, I don't know how long the, how long you plan to have each, each show, but you know, if it's 15, 10, 15 minutes of just sitting down and listening to the stories together and just having that time where, Hey, Hey daddy, what does this mean? Or Hey mom, what is this about? I mean, that's how they learn. I mean, they, I know my kids just pepper me with questions all the time. So if, mm -hmm. if I don't know something, I got to go to Google. Yeah, absolutely. Asking, <laughs> absolutely so that's why i love this because it's, it's it's structured family time which i think is such a beautiful thing yeah yeah i think that's hopefully that i mean that's hopefully i, I hope I, I really hope that parents aren't saying here watch this and shoving a screen in front of their kid's face and saying all right i'm gonna go do something else i i imagine really 
that they're going to want to see what it's about and they're going to hopefully have this discussion and that i i think that's how how it's designed i think how that's how most parents are yeah um so yeah it's again it's not just for the kids but um you know i, I had some friends uh at the gym i go to who are like I'm going to watch it every week too. And it's like, all right, you're, you know, a 30 year old man who, you know, just thinks it's cool. That's, that's great. <laughs> well, so you, you've, so you've gotten those reactions, but you also posted it on Facebook or at least the trailer. What has some of the reactions been on there? I, I saw some, Hey, you know, this might go viral. So <laughs> what, yeah. what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I it hasn't published yet, so it could bomb. <laughs> um you know i'm fully aware of that but you know it's it's again oh, when I, if i did it by myself it probably would my kids are cute i think um so hopefully that's a draw yeah uh but but it's also interactive hopefully so you know that that happens but i mean it got like i've never posted anything that's gotten you know more than a few comments and yeah. maybe some you know but likes or whatever, you know so some likes or whatever but this had like over two thousand views it'd been shared like 54 times wow about people I've never met before, I've gotten Facebook friend requests from people I've never met, which is, Maybe. I don't know what to do. Well, <laughs> well, nice to meet you now. Um, but I mean, it's just kind of, it's, it's interesting because it was on my personal Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was originally, I think, spread by people who I know. And then it spread by people they knew. And then it was spread by people. And, and we're all connected with each other. And that's a beautiful, wonderful thing. But if it goes viral, if it becomes this big thing in the Orthodox world somehow, um, I hope I'm replaceable. I hope the next dad who has young kids takes it over, who's a priest maybe, because mm-hmm. I think it's kind of funny. Um, and it's not about me. Right. And it's not at all about me. It's just another way we can engage our kids. And originally I, I posted it for my church community, my, like the kids at my church, because I'm new and I want them to get to know me. And with all the pandemic stuff that's been going on, not all of them are there yet. Yeah. And I, so I'm like, all right, how can I get into their homes? How can I get to them and reach them? Let's do this pajama Bible stories and maybe that'll help them. And now that it's reached, I mean, I've gotten pictures from Colorado, from Ohio, from the East coast. So, I mean, it's, it's cool. I just hope it's to the benefit and to the glory of God. Absolutely. Amen. And I mean, that's really what it comes down to in the end. Um, but let, let's, let's switch gears here for just a second. I, I want to talk to you more about, you know, I, I think the pajama Bible stories is, is, a, is one way of doing it, but what are some other ways that fathers can, you know, engage their kids in the faith and get their kids, kids really interested in the life of the church? I mean, you know, we have dads that are Orthodox that are listening to this, that are Catholic, um, that are other denominations, evangelical. Um, and, you know, so I want to make it something that's like, hey, these are different things that you can do no matter what denomination you're a part of. Can, can you speak to that? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, so I, I was watching, um, I was watching Ted Lasso and, uh, and there's a scene where this one guy is watching his niece and they're talking, he's talking about what, what do I have to do? This other woman is saying, what do I have to do to entertain my kid? My, I just don't, I don't know how to reach this kid. And, and yeah. the, the, the other guy goes, it's just the, the, your kids just want to be, people think that you need to entertain your kids all the time. And really they just need to be a part of your life. They just really want to be a part of your life. Then he's like, Hey, Susie, do you want to go to the podiatrist with me tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, it is a part of that. I mean, like, like how ridiculous go to the podiatrist, whatever. But the idea is, is true is, is these kids want to be a part of your life. So you have to make what is a part of your life, what is true and, and awesome and your priorities 
those priorities in your life and show them and be that for them. Because especially in the time when I wasn't being able to go to church with my kids, they knew what I was doing, what was a priority and why I was doing it. And then I had to be present in that when I was at home with them. All right, we're going to pull out the Bible. We're going to read, we're going to read a children's Bible at night. Um, these are, these are things that I'm doing at my, at my church. I'm going to do them with you during the first. So the beginning of the pandemic was right during Lent. And right. I don't think I want to watch another uh, service online, but we did. But we also like during the gospel, I got, we got candles and they held, and, and in front of the TV, they held candles and they did like an entrance during, you know, during the, uh, the, uh, Kavuklion, you know, the procession, you know, we went around my house, you know, we, we, we tried to make our church or our house, a mini church and, um, you know, prayers repeatedly at night and, you know, and, and then hymns at, at dinner, you know, rich men have become poor doing that during meals. Mm-hmm. It engages them. Um, but really it's, it's showing them that this is important to me. And if it's not important to me, then I'm not living it. And so that kind of calls me out to say, well, what's really important to you? Is God important to you? And don't say he is and not live it. That's just not being truthful to yourself or to your kids. So you have to kind of, if you, if you want to say, hey, God's really important to me, then live it and let your kids see it. Well, and, and then one way that we, you know, we really try to live it, and, you know, matter, again, as Orthodox Christians, Catholics, or, you know, whatever denomination you are, is cultivating that prayer life. And you mentioned that in, mm-hmm. in, your, in your answer right there. How can we, because I, I, I think, you know, a lot, of, a lot of us dads struggle with it. We, you know, a lot of us is, we're going to say, we don't always have the time or, you know, we don't make the time maybe is really the answer. And, you know, we're, we're here a couple of weeks into the new year. And so, you know, for dads that maybe don't have the best prayer life, how can they one, cultivate one that's, that's better? Maybe, you know, two, do so with their children. And maybe it could be a family thing. Can you speak to that for a minute? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, I mean, I don't know how much guys like to sing. I enjoy it. I don't have a great voice as you've noticed probably on that first trailer. That's right. But I like it. I, I enjoy it. And, um, I, and I really think kids really enjoy song. Mm-hmm. And one thing that struck me was when Paul and Silas are in prison, mm. they're singing hymns. And I'm like, well, if I was thrown in prison today, what hymns would I sing? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, like, what would what would be so earth shattering that the gates would spring open because you know because I'm I'm continually they were yeah. continually singing hymns so I've I've come up with a list of what I call my prison hymns and love it and you know is there anything from holy God holy mighty holy mortal that your church sings to you know Richmond have become poor um, to um, uh, the, the saint of my church that I've learned which is what I call our our church's fight song. Um, but there, you know, there, there's so many easy hymns of the church. Um, for me, I grew up and they were all in Greek, typically. And so I had, so now most of it's in English because that's just what I understand better. And my sure. kids understand it better. Sure. But those incorporating those into my, our, our family prayer life is easy because they, they exist. They're already there and we could start there. And then we like, that's where we start. And then we go into, okay, what are we going to pray for? What do we want today? What are we, what are the things that are, that not even what we want, but what we see as needs to be prayed for. And then we pray for that. But like the Kickstarter has been the songs, honestly. So I think that's an easy way to start. Maybe that's not what everyone else does, but um, I think that's at least a communal way of starting on a personal level. Um, just start, like 
get down on your knees and start praying and don't worry about, well, am I saying this right? Am I doing this right? And there's different ways of, you know, like Thanksgiving and, you know, um, you know, different like orders of doing things, but I find that to be a little overwhelming when you start. And St. John Chrysostom says, I think it's St. John, uh, begin to pray and you rouse the snake within you, continue mm. to pray and you lay that snake low. Um, it's not easy when you start to pray. Right. It's like going to the, like going to the gym. I went, started going to the gym recently for the first time in 15 years. And I've never, I don't ever remember walking into a room and being the absolute worst at anything uh, until that. And it was hard. It's hard. Yeah, like, yeah. like I wasn't good. And I wanted to be like, well, forget it. But I knew that I needed to get better. And so I think, you know, whatever we do, there's all sorts of things we do where we're like, this is really hard. And we still do them. Prayer can be that way too. And it's okay that it's hard. So it starts hard. But then you continue to go and you start to say, oh my goodness, this is so natural. I can't wait to have converse with God again. So again, don't be overwhelmed by the prayer life. Start simply and just go. You know, I like that you use the analogy of athletics because that St. Paul uses that for us all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. just, you know, you, you know, running your race, you know, completing that. I mean, I know yeah. uh, I, I was a runner for a while there. I did, uh, you know, ha half marathons. I did a marathon. I started going back to the gym a couple, you know, about, I guess, a couple years ago now. So I understand going there and being overwhelmed by it, but it's taking that first step, you know, taking that first step. And when you do that with God, he ends up running towards you. So he makes it a lot easier than, yep. <laughs> than you go yeah. to the gym yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I, I, so I, I, I appreciate that. And, you know, the last question I have for you is, you know, life's a struggle. I mean, and the spiritual life, I feel like if we do it right, is even more of a struggle. So for the, the dads out there listening that, that are struggling, you know, one, can you speak to one of the things that maybe you see in your own life or with other dads, what is one of the big things that they're struggling with? And then two, what is something that you're dealing with and how are you trying to overcome it? Yeah. Um, so first of all, struggle is great. We live in, I think, a world and culture where it's like, well, once you start struggling, it's okay to quit. Um, right. Struggle becomes not great when you quit. Struggle is a good thing. Struggle through things. Struggle all day long, and you may never reach what you think you're what you think you're going to reach. Hmm. So don't don't quit the struggle, um, whatever that struggle is. Um, and then for me, I think the struggle. Um, my wife, my, my mother always said that I, I like to burn the candle at both ends growing up. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, and it's like, and, and my brother's joke that I have the fear of missing out. Um, mm -hmm. you know, like there's, I just want to be everywhere at all times and, and want to be everywhere. Um, and, and sometimes because of that, I lack peace. Uh, and so sometimes I have to slow it down and just be, and my kids, while a lot of times make it harder, they also make it like they make it more focused. So putting, putting down everything, the world around me, putting down my cell phone, putting away, like away, um, it's hard to do when I'm a priest because, you know, I'm pretty much always on, but boundaries are really important. So I struggle a little bit with boundaries like that, um, with wanting to be all over the place, with having my cell phone on me, there it is, um, and, and putting it away yeah. and, um, and then focusing on my relationships because ultimately the greatest commandment love the lord your god with all your heart mind soul and strength and then the second love your neighbor as yourself can only be done if you're focusing on them 
And so focusing on neighbors actually easier because they're right in front of you and then bringing God into that, um, I think helps me with my struggle to, to focus on peaceful living with those around me. Oh, I, I love that. And, and guys, to Father Next point, you, you can put your cell phone down, but you can also, and I actually have it on right now, do not disturb. So you can actually, it actually says on yeah. the iPhone now, focus, and you can do not disturb. So when you're praying, when you're with your family, don't let anything else in the outside world disturb you. Um, I, I, I love that. And I can appreciate that too, because I, I, you know, in addition to my job, I have side hustles and I could be all consumed by that. Um, so it, it, you got to be, and, and the word that seems, keeps seeming to come up in a lot of these episodes in season three here, guys, is intentionality. And I think that's another thing that, that, that Father Nick here is, is telling us as well. Be intentional about your focus time with God and with your family. Um, so thank you for reminding us of that, Father Nick. And I want to ask you the last thing. How can we connect with you? Where can we listen to the pajama, pajama Bible stories? I, I keep like slurring that. I got I to gotta calm it down. I got to focus. Pajama Bible stories. <laughs> How can we listen? Uh, so it will be on YouTube. Um, uh, it's uh, St. George Bloomfield, I think is, or St. George Greek Orthodox Church Bloomfield. Oh, shoot, I should have had that up ready to go. But you can find us. There yeah. are another, there's another, like we have two pages right now because I'm trying to organize it. One is mostly our services, the services that we've posted. Um, but then this is going to be like our content page. So you'll find it. Um, we're on YouTube. Um, we'll be posting on our Facebook page. Um, and then I'm going to post that on my personal page. But um, but it's going to be spread, I'm sure. Um, I don't know if you want to share it at some point. But um, it's yeah, YouTube is, is kind of where we're, we're publishing it all. And awesome. it's, it's been filmed. And it's in the process of being edited. And it'll be out tomorrow, I guess, right? By the time this is this that's right. By the time this airs. So yeah, I will, guys, I will share all the links in the show notes uh, on Facebook, in the description of the podcast and all the platforms that you're listening to. And I just want to make a suggestion, Father, um, of course. you know, you can upload it directly to YouTube as well. Like, I mean, for YouTube videos for your page. So rather that you might get better coverage if you okay. on Facebook, at least, rather than just share the YouTube link, because Facebook likes their native stuff on there so just a thought uh, yeah throwing it out there i'm i'm i pretend i know what i'm doing a lot of times so hearing extra feedback helps so thanks I, I i find these things out as um you know as i learn you could also you could also turn it into your own podcast too i mean you know folks can listen to it on audio i mean i know the better effect of actually seeing the video but you could always strip out the audio and do it that way as well and listen folks can listen to it in the car so just another thought but um Father Nick, I want to thank you. This is this has been enlightening for me. A lot of these inter interviews are. I mean, I learned something about myself in, in doing this. So it's a little bit of a, um, a, a little <laughs> little bit of self serving in a way. But I also know that so many guys out there are going to benefit from hearing this. And I know you know just you're you're instilling family time with this series. So I'm really excited to see about. I hope it does go viral. I really do. I really <laughs> so glory to God. Yeah, glory, glory to God. And and I feel like the response that you're getting really sets it up for that. So you already have a lot of people that are, you know, invested in in, in listening down the road. So mm -hmm. again, thank you for for joining me. Um, and uh, God bless you in in all your future endeavors, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me. Dave Domzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, 
end. Also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.